What's up everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. It is a beautiful end of April day here in sunny central Oregon. Um, it has been a busy month, um, you know, just everything going on. The business has been growing like crazy, which is weird, um, just in this current socio-climate with the pandemic and everything um everybody's just working on their rigs and whatnot and it's just been parts have been flying out the door so i uh, appreciate everybody buying stuff and um you know supporting the business um been getting a lot of people commenting new listeners new international owners um are enjoying the podcast so um yeah appreciate it very much so um you know, if you're looking for new places to pick up information, um, International Scout Truck Owners of the World page on uh, Facebook, good place to pick up some info. Um, make sure it's the good one, not the imposter knockoff one that's run by a shady guy. Um, yeah, so where to start today so uh backstory my daily driver is a 64 1200 travelette it is a three-quarter ton four-wheel drive crew cab pickup that's what a travelette is and i have been driving it for about a year and a half um pretty much stock um original 304 we did have to change the transmission out uh, early on. Uh, it had stock axles with stock brakes. Um, we did kind of tighten up the brakes a little bit. And then um, I was running the original split ring wheels with 750-16 bias ply tires. And if you've never run bias ply tires, they are their own animal. Um, they don't balance well they have a tube inside of them um, they're real heavy um, you know just a uh, different kind of tire compared to radials um, you know when you sit overnight the tires would get flat spots on the bottom um, they were harder than a rock they didn't wear very well um, but man they sure look cool they really fit the image of the truck. They look, uh, you know, they look appropriate. They're super skinny, kind of tall, uh, big knobby lugs on them and a zigzag pattern down the middle. They were just, you know, the, the tire that would have been available in, in 64 when my truck was made. So, um, but man, they were hell on stuff. They were just they shook bad no matter how much balancing we tried to do just they were just too hard to get under control um and then you know back in the day 45 on the road was fine and you know those tires at 45 those brakes at 45 are fine but you hit you know 65 70 and the the whole thing just started to shake itself apart so um 
we had developed the power brake kit for the C-Series trucks, uh, C-Series meaning 61 to 68. So we um, did the power brake kit on it in conjunction with an axle swap. Uh, we took a 71-1210 rear end. It was a Dana 60 with 373 gears. And then I took the Dana 44 with disc brakes out of my black Travelette because I have a Kingpin Dana 60 going in that one. So um, put the axle into the red truck and I knew it would go right in because everything is set up similar. So I did the brakes on that 60 rear, uh, new shoes and springs and wheel cylinders and all that stuff. And uh, put that in, modified the parking brake cable and uh, put some shocks on it. Front axles went in. And uh, one of the differences between closed knuckle and open knuckle is how difficult it is to steer. The closed knuckle axle uses um, bearings uh, or brass bushings top and bottom. Usually a bearing on the bottom and a brass on the top, but it just depends. And um, it is really easy to steer. Um, and so when you have manual steering, it's nice to have as little wear as possible on those knuckles. Um, but a open knuckle, that has ball joints. And ball joints are just a ball and socket that's pressed together and got a bunch of grease in there. It doesn't steer as easy as that, as that closed knuckle design. So switching to the open knuckle 44 front with disc brakes, um, we picked up a lot of benefits. You know, the disc brakes work amazing, especially with the power kit. Um, the 373 gears are awesome. They go down the road so much better. Um, I upsized the tires. I'm running 255-85-16s, which is a like a 33 by 950. And they're on eight lug forward wheels um, because now being that I have the modern axles, they're eight lug. So put the, you know, they were able to be balanced. They're quiet. It goes down the road so smooth now. Um, the engine doesn't have to work nearly as hard to maintain 65. Um, but, you know, downside is the steering is real heavy now, um, which uh, I'll put power steering on the truck eventually, but for right now it's going to stay manual. Um, had to redo some of the brake hoses, brake lines. Um, thank God for Steve. He is the brake line master since coming from Pennsylvania and, and brand new trucks back there have to have brake lines done, you know, every couple of years. So he is very good at doing it quick and correctly. So, um, then I had a new rear drive shaft made because the original rear shaft would have been too long. Um, the corporate, uh, RA 12 that the rear end was originally has a real short snout, uh, compared to the center line of the axle tubes. Whereas the Dana 60 has a real long pinion and it stuck out farther. So the drive shaft needed to be shorter. 
So I just had a new drive shaft made, uh, balanced and, and all that. So it, uh, and it needed it anyways. That rear shaft had an original U-joint still at the uh, transfer case end. So, uh, yeah, it needed to be, it needed to be changed. So, um, all of that updating and modification was, uh, in, oh, what's the word? Preparation for the IH Western Regionals down in Barstow, California or Calico it was at the Calico KOA and the um, Calico California is a ghost town mining attraction kind of place it's uh, it's really neat so anyway so all that was done to um, get us to the show in some comfort and style so Aaron and I loaded up the truck with all kinds of stuff um, you know, a lot of the new stuff we sell, parts, pieces, and uh, a lot of the used parts we know would sell good, and uh, headed south. Uh, ended up stopping at IH Parts America to drop off cores. We actually supply them with quite a bit of core um, clutches, motor mounts, harmonic dampers, power steering boxes, um, uh, wiper motors that kind of thing so um, supply them with with a lot of cores and then continued down uh, we met a couple of people on the way that had also ordered parts ahead of time uh, and then made it to Bakersfield and Bakersfield is kind of a shithole um, sorry if you live there um, <laughs> the, the part we stayed at uh, you know, I think everyone that lives there agrees that that's where we stayed was not the most savory part of town. Um, stayed at the Motel 6 and there was blood on the walls and sh cigarette burns through the shower curtain. Uh, it was a non-smoking room, by the way. Um, drug deals, uh, pretty much, uh, on every balcony. Um, yeah, it was a sweet, uh, sweet setup and it was... $97 for the night. Um, yeah, so I really feel like I got my uh, I got my money's worth out of that one. So anyway, Aaron and I crashed there and slept with our pistols. I mean, no, we didn't, but yeah. Um, so made it through the night and then headed over to Hatchapi, um, which is a big pass going from Bakersfield to the Mojave Desert. And, uh, and that was the one I was the most concerned about because almost every time that I've driven over to Hatchapi, I've been towing and I've overheated um, several times. And this time, well, all right, so the last time I went over it uh, was for King of the Hammers back in February. We were driving the medium duty truck with the 6.9 in it and pretty much untested. Uh, we had to put a water pump in it, but um, I had my scout on the trailer and then I was on my on the flatbed and then dragging my enclosed trailer. And I was really nervous, but believe it or not, that truck pulled that pass like a champ, didn't overheat. 
So that time was the first time I'd ever gone over to Hatchapi and not overheated. But I was concerned about the travelette because that radiator is old. I don't know if it's the original one, but it's definitely an original style, old, old C-series radiator. The engine is tired. It leaks oil out of everywhere. Um, the 373s require a little bit more power to, to go down the road. Um, if the taller gears, taller tires, it just takes more power to turn. So I was concerned about, you know, overheating it. And then we were hauling, geez, 1500 pounds worth of stuff in the bed um, and then our camping gear and whatnot. So I was a little bit nervous, but we got out of Bakersfield fairly early and um, and started to climb over to Hatchapi. And I was pleasantly surprised that we, you know, third gear, 2800, I could do like 55. And so we ended up going over to Hatchapi about 55, passing semis and campers and everything else, and uh, didn't overheat. I did turn the heater on just to preemptively, you know, help keep it from overheating. But uh, no, we made it over and uh, no drama. I was really surprised. Um, just flew right over. So, get into um, Barstow, Calico, get set up at the KOA, and just immediately started selling stuff. Um, can't be more grateful for all the people that buy things. You know, these, these shows are always really stressful for me because I'm out a lot of money in lost shop time and then travel expenses, and especially in California, the cost of fuel you know, I'm paying almost $5 a gallon for regular and it was, you know, it's stressful. If I don't make at least what I spend on the trip, it's, you know, it sucks. And so to have people be real excited about us being there and buying stuff and, and we moved a lot of stuff. So uh, extremely grateful for everyone. That's the Scouts West is the club down there. There's several chapters all over Southern and Central California. So if you're listening and you want to join a good club, Scouts West is who I would recommend. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, we just sold a great um, dinner that night. The um, Everyone's super hospitable. Um, and then at some point during that Saturday, I think, uh, yeah, Saturday, Aaron and I went to the Calico ghost, ghost Town, looked at a bunch of cool stuff. Um, I bought Josie a super sweet bracelet just because when I'm on the road, I try to do that stuff for her. Um, Aaron picked up some stuff for his Datsun and, uh, you know, like seat cover, Indian blanket for the back seat or something. Um, you know, and then we went back to selling Saturday, another great day. Um, Sunday, we loaded up and, and headed out. Um, again, truck did good. It started doing this thing where it would pop out of fourth gear at like 70 under partial throttle. I would hit a good bump or something and it would pop out of fourth. Uh, not every time, just real random, real sporadic, but it, would, it started doing that. And it was warm down there, so I'm not sure if the oil in the 
transmission was just getting hot and stuff was moving around more or what because it doesn't do it here at home unloaded doing 60 uh and it's you know 55 outside it doesn't do it it's only when it was hot and really working that it would do it so i don't know if i got a main shaft bearing that's going out or the rollers in between the the main shaft is are worn and letting the gear walk around that's gonna have to get investigated but uh, came back stayed at uh auburn california um, got some in and out because man i don't care what anybody else says i love in and out we don't have we got one or two of them here in oregon but the lines are ridiculously long and i just don't feel like it has the right nostalgia um sentimental feeling that it does when you're eating in and out in california um so anyway um stayed in auburn went up to ih parts um first thing monday morning and picked up a load of new stuff sheet metal small parts um bunch of stuff that i didn't want to take down to the show so um yeah picked up a bunch of stuff and then continued home um made it home at like six o'clock monday afternoon or monday evening and um it was a success the old red truck it just keeps running it just you know two barrel holly pertronics igniter and a um holly points distributor uh, that's it you know decent exhaust everything's stock everything in the engine is just bone stock 11 inch clutch just it just goes and you know i i just feel like um it's a great driver and i and i think that a lot of you guys out there that have questionable operation with your with your internationals just need to spend a little more time with them and get them dialed in because they can be great daily drivers i mean josie drives her scout every day and it's a 266 same thing carburetor Petronics in the distributor and and she just drives it and it's reliable and it gets her where she needs to go and and it's good so anyway so that was pretty much the recap of the red truck and the uh and the trip so um i guess we'll hang it up there i know it's a, it's a short one today but uh, i just i had a lot of people asking about my thoughts and how the trip went and so i figured i'd just lay it out here in a podcast and um and uh, i can get all the details out so anyway i appreciate every single one of you thank you for all the likes and follows the subscriptions the shares the do patreon donations everything's great so uh until next time i am dan from binder boneyard mm -hmm.